0: Gateway this week has turned into a surprise. We're talking about grief. Well, hello, it is Wednesday, April 15th. And here in Tide, I just find myself asking these questions about what does it mean that Jesus just faced death and conquered it? And all around us, the novel coronavirus continues to wreak havoc in our world, telling us that death is real. Like no other time have I had the conversations as a pastor, as I have now, of what does it mean to hold on to the life of Jesus? What does it mean to be faithful? What does it mean to develop a life of intimacy with God? And this thing that continues to come to the fore, a thing that if I'm honest with you is, is still uncomfortable for me, is this thing of grief is giving ourselves over to the comfort of God. And so I'm drawn back to a person who knows grief quite well. It's a a, a thinker named Henry Nouwen. And while he was in a, a deep place of emotional depression, he shared these words. This is from his book called The Inner Voice of Love. And Henry says this, he says, the great challenge is living your wounds through instead of thinking them through. It is better to cry than to worry. Better to feel your wounds deeply than try to understand them. Better to let them enter into your silence than to talk about them. The choice you face constantly is whether you are taking your hurts to your head or to your heart. In your head, you analyze them, find their causes and consequences and coin words to speak and write about them, but no final healing is likely to come from that source. You need to let your wounds go down into your heart. Then you can live them through and discover that they will not destroy you. Your heart is greater than your wounds. See, this inner voice of love as in, entitles his book is something bigger than ourselves there's this little adage that finds our children quite often, and maybe it found you when you were a child, that Jesus is in your heart, that that is the place that you accept him. And as I became a new follower of Jesus, I really pushed back against that. And because I'm like, no, Jesus is not just in my heart. I am with him. He is in me. It's it's holistic. And, and maybe it was from a place of arrogance or frustration, or I, I don't, frankly, I don't know. But As I've watched my son grow and I've been praying for him to trust Jesus, I found that I've been asking for Jesus to to grab hold of his heart, for the spirit to like haunt him in the best way possible. Because there's something about our hearts, the seat of our mind and our will and our intellect. You know, as Western Americans, we are so quick to separate our head from our bodies, but in the biblical imagination, we are whole persons. We don't just have a body, we are a body. We have this neurological system that's interconnected and interwoven in a circulatory and a respiratory system that, you know, like our gut affects what happens our what happens emotionally, what happens outside of us and in of us. It's it's all connected. And so we need to hear, I think, that our heart the place where God has taken up residence. We are the temple of the living God. And from that place, we have a Jesus who is greater than our wounds, but we also have a Jesus who, though wounded, moved through. He received these wounds, and it was through the love of the Father that he was healed and that we were healed because it is by his stripes, by his wounds that we are healed. So this place of wounding is not a place to hide from, but rather it is a place to hide with Jesus in. So may you today, may you allow Jesus to draw you deeper into himself, to bring your wounds to him, not just to your head, but to your heart, the place where God is said to dwell in his followers. So may we abide with Jesus as we grieve this moment. I'm praying that grace may cover you, that you may go in peace, that the shalom of God that is beckoning forth with our resurrected Jesus would cover you this day.